0: It's time to laugh and learn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Manifest It Now. I am here with Cassie Parks. And I'm here with Jenny Gain. And we're going to talk about today how to communicate in an LOA way.
1: Yes. Oh, my goodness. And um, I think this is one of Jenny's favorite topics, (laughs) conscious communication.
0: It's just so important. (laughs) It's like... So it's a part it of everything, and, and so much changes when you start to bring an awareness into your communication.
1: Yeah, and it's, I, I sometimes think people have um, some myths, and I want to start, I, mean, I want to know what you're excited about in a minute, but just on this topic, like, there's some myths out there, right? Like, if you script and find your perfect person, you don't have to, like, the communication will automatically be easy. Oh, That's yeah. a myth. Because you have to still learn and you're learning, you know, scripting was setting you up for this amazing experience. And then you have to continue to learn how to step into that experience. Yeah.
0: Well, that's pretty um, true with everything you manifest. Like, you're, it doesn't end once you get it. Even your dream home, you got to take care of that home in your relationship. You right? got to nurture your relationship in your dream job. You got to nurture and expand and grow to, to maintain that same feeling. It's all... Get, it's the same thing. Getting the feet, getting the thing doesn't just end your <laughs> deliberate focus,
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, it's it's how you create the depth, and you take care of it, yeah. and you continue to grow and expand, and that's just the new opportunity. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and I think that's you know a lot of times, and so, and I think the other myth is sort of I don't know, almost. Like the, like it's something to do with the other person. Like they have to change or they have to. And really, if we can, when we learn, that change comes naturally.
0: I love that you brought that up. I used to love blaming (laughs) the communication on my partner.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love that you said it like that.
0: (laughs) Well, we're not getting along or we're fighting because there's something wrong with you.
1: (laughs) Right. And, and I tried and I was very, um, exactly. L-O-A exactly. and I was like, so I I'm so right. evolved. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh man. <laughs> oh, totally. I love that. And I think listeners are going to love that, that piece of knowledge right there yeah. because we all, we've all been there, yeah right? Whether you're there now or, um, it's, that's just part of the process. I think it's part of the growing is, oh, I, you know, I'm doing it like this And it should, you know, it should work out. But communication is about two people, Mm -hmm. so. For me,
0: the communication really didn't become, like, a fun thing until I met Lisa because it it felt Mm. like we were on that, we were able to do it together. And I've always loved this idea of of growing together, right? Um, Yeah. yeah. But that, not to say that other people, it wasn't available. It just, that's where I was at.
1: Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Yeah, I think there were a lot of experiences before. I wouldn't call them, like, fun. They were hard and vulnerable, where I learned a lot of the skills with different people. Like, I made choices. Like, I'm going to speak up about this. I'm going to say what I really need. Mm -hmm. I'm going to choose to say what's happening for me, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah.
0: I can dive into a Um, whole rant, a whole side tangent right (laughs) now of relationships and vulnerability and safety and right to you. But anyways, what are you excited about, Cass? (laughs)
1: <laughs> I was just going to ask you that. I am excited about all of the money that people are manifesting and manifesting. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I know. It is so fun. Like, I love, I love, because I know this. And um, it was interesting. I was talking to, I was interviewing a, oh, I lost the term, um, but um, it was something capitalism, but it's where everybody wins, mm-hmm. basically, right? Like, you can have, this or everybody wins. and what a novel you know, idea. Everybody is getting it. I know. And, and I believe that is possible. And, like, my way that I get to show the world that is, like, pay after you manifest. Mm-hmm. And it's so fun because I love getting – I love receiving money, obviously. I'm super happy. And then there's, like, ooh, and that means this person has this much yeah. money. And this person has this much money. And this person manifests this, this much money. And it's just so much fun.
0: Yeah. That's
1: totally – such a win-win I love
0: that belief though for people for everyone in general is just in in speaking of financial abundance because it's so regular the opposite for us to choose Mm -hmm. to believe in the I don't want to say abundance for all like what did you say win-win-win yeah everybody like, um, winning there was like everybody winning everybody yeah. winning
1: like you can make money and everybody wins yes. i think it's an old outdated belief that was perpetuated and i think just it took a while for people to challenge like that you that somebody has to lose in order to make money i right. think there are so many examples if you start looking you know ceos taking less money and paying their employees you know um, living wages and better wages yeah. and there's all these examples then there's that ripple effect okay well then what does that do to a co- an economy in a town and just right. there's there is starting to be so much more of that and I'm excited about yeah that.
0: I agree too that truly is like to have the abundance mindset that is a part of that
1: mm-hmm. you can't be truly yeah.
0: abundant with thinking there's you win and someone else loses
1: right hmm yeah, and you can create the win in all the ways. Yeah, you know, um, yeah, it's it's fun. Good, yay, exciting. Yeah, I know. What are you excited about?
0: Well, I don- actually haven't even told you this, but we just sold our camper. So, oh my goodness. I know. <laughs> The one I've been working on and been inspired to update and renovate. uh, We, I mean, it went pretty quick. Lisa thinks I'm like magic at selling things online, but I just keep winking at her and telling her it's called this thing called alignment. (laughs) 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 Um, But it feels exciting because it's creating not only physical space in our driveway, Mm -hmm. it's creating uh, emotional space. There was something I actually... I had it, you know, sorry, mental space in terms of like, I kept thinking about it. Oh, I got to do that. Oh, I got to do that. Oh, I got to do that. Mm. And I could, I mean, I could work on that. I could change that. But it frees up that space. And also emotionally, we're expanding to something bigger. The reason we're selling is because we're going to upgrade to something that we can take our pets with us when we travel. And so creating that space feels really exciting, too.
1: So all of it feels really good. Amazing. Yeah, I love it. All right, communication. So fun. All right, you want to start this one off? Well, yeah, let's start with... Okay. Do you want me to start We're going to do two episodes. Yeah. Let's start there.
0: We're going to do okay. two episodes because we feel like there's a lot to cover. Um, do you want me to start with the four things or the emotional part? I think the four things okay.
1: and then the emotional part, yeah.
0: So when I think about communication and there's so much... Op- one of the reasons why there's so many much opportunity to miscommunicate or be misunderstood is sometimes I'll break it down into four parts so the words that I'm saying what I mean by those words the words Cassie hears and then what she makes it mean I've just brought you into this example Cassie (laughs) I like it (laughs) and so you guys know like what the words we say always have a meaning and then that's like our story the story we're telling about it and so the same words mean different things to different people based on our experiences and what we've had conditioned. And so I could say to Cassie something like, it's, uh, it's sunny. I, I always go back to this example. Oh, it's sunny today here. Or let me use this one. It's snowy today here. And so the words I'm saying are it's snowy today here. And because I have a positive meaning to snow falling, that's what i mean by saying that. oh, this is a good thing is what i mean. now mm-hmm. cassie hears the words yeah. it's snowing today and she's had a negative experience with snow falling. so she hears, oh my gosh, that's bad. right? so there's all those different levels of in that's just one one sentence, you know? and we in a conversation mm-hmm. and how often we communicate, there's so many places to to be misled (laughs) or to miscommunicate (laughs) yeah
1: yeah okay so break that did you go all four parts okay so I do love snow but let's play this out as if I was like oh my god it's terrible um (laughs) like really like (laughs) let's like get it like you think it's amazing and I think it's terrible okay Okay, so part one is what you say what I say it's snowing today yeah Okay. Part 2
0: and part next is yeah. what I mean. So that's this is a great thing. This is a great. Going to be a great day.
1: Yes. But you didn't but you didn't say that. Right. So that's part 1 where like it can get off and we as conscious creators um, can add that, right? Like it's snowing today and I'm excited. It's snowing today and it's beautiful. It's snowing today and I'm ac- and it's going to be a great day. So this makes right? Versus your just-
0: communication to the other person clearer, easier for them to receive.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Instead of leaving it up, oh, it's snowing today. For my brain, which this is what happens, exactly what Jenny said, like that's what happens in your brain. Your brain goes to find, oh, snow, bad. Mm-hmm. Okay, So that means, and then because you didn't say it, because Jenny didn't say it, she just meant it, but didn't use the actual words. My brain is like, oh, she's telling me it's a bad day. Yeah. (laughs) Which is the next, the third one, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So you hear, no, the third one
0: is you hear the words, it's snowing today. Right. And then the fourth is you make it mean it's bad.
1: Right. Yeah. Which is something that so often I want to point this out. Like this happens in our brains in the way that I just explained. It's not that I'm like, oh, Jenny said it's snow and I think snow. So she must be telling me this. There's no like step-by-step analysis. Your brain is literally like Doo, do, do, Googled snow. Do, 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 bad. Yeah. oh, That equals Jenny's having a bad day or it's going to be a bad day. Right. <laughs> right. Um, and so often
0: if that was the case and – Cassie might respond from a different place than if she's hearing it's going to be a great day versus it's going to be a bad day, she's going to respond accordingly. And so then then it goes back to me. And I'm like, if she responds to a bad day when I'm like, I'm feeling great, now I'm like, okay, Cassie must not be feeling good. I'm going to go here. And it just goes back (laughs) and
1: forth. (laughs) Right. Right? And we're having an entire like a conversation in this case that about nothing that exists right like if i respond and no immediate response about like is coming to use an example but if i respond and like oh yeah it's oh like oh yeah it's only i don't know 40 degrees here i don't know yeah whatever and you're thinking oh yeah that like Oh, like that. Then again, I, I assign a meaning. <laughs> yeah. Depending, Cassie's yeah.
0: meaning is like, "Oh, that's a good thing," and my meaning is like, "Yeah, that's a bad thing." Like it just this—it's an endless
1: cycle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And we're having a conversation that isn't true to either of us. Yeah. Really, is what happens. The longer the conversation, because it started out, um, it's like when you study angles, you know in school. And like the the two points can start out really close together, but the further out they get, the further away from each other they get. Mm-hmm. And that's how conversations in this manner can happen is we're on two now we're like on different planets like 30 <laughs> minutes into the conversation, yeah. right?
0: <laughs> yeah. So, one of the best ways I find to kind of move through this or solutions to this is I'm a very big fan of asking the question, um, what did you mean by that? Or, Mm. or saying like, well, what I heard, and I know this is, it's taught in some other teaching somewhere, like what I heard you say was this. So Mm. Cassie, and if at any time you are unclear about what this person is communicating, like you want to take and your conversation to another level, a more authentic, a more real level, asking and clarifying what that person means by the words that they're saying is super valuable and super important and so
1: easy, so easy. But it does require, so this is, we talked a little bit about vulnerability at the beginning, mm-hmm. It can feel vulnerable to be like, oh, it's snowing. It's are you happy about that? Like, right. so for me, it would like, yes, clarifying if you're meaning. And I think, and that's really powerful in some like deep relationship conversations. But we, when we even want to elevate sort of this communication about like, what kind of a day are you having? It's snowy, it's sunny, it's this or that. You know, if I'm unsure, I can just take that beat before I automatically respond and that's training your brain and Jenny says oh it's snowing here and I'm like oh how do you feel about that yeah or oh are you excited Cassie does that a lot in our conversations <laughs> <laughs> I'm like
0: oh how do I feel about that
1: <laughs> <laughs> because then I know right mm-hmm. and um this is a trick um I I love this story and it's popped in three times so I'm gonna share it so when when I um I used to volunteer, and so I had some minor, like, play therapy trainings. I volunteered at this um, place that did play therapy for grieving kids. And one of the tricks, if you didn't know what the kid, because it's supposed to be kid-driven, and so, you know, if a kid is like, the dinosaur ate the car, you're like, the dinosaur ate the car, and then they will often tell you, "Yuck! it's so scary. Right. They will tell you what they want you to know when you respond back. Um, you know, if, you know, because the, the whole point of that experience is to get them to get in touch and to really be flowing with them. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I remember my sister, like I had, you know, told my sister this and, um, we were coaching together and one of the kids came up and she, I don't even remember what she said but my sister was like I had no idea if this was a good thing or a bad thing right mm. it might have been like oh so and so asked me out and she's like so and so asked you out and she's like yeah I'm so excited about it she's like "Yeah," because like, you know she couldn't tell um, probably I'm giving it a little too much enthusiasm because this kid was pretty flat she had a flatter <laughs> affect like it was like oh so and so asked me out like oh so and so asked you out yeah I'm so excited Right. Mm. And so, even if it feels a little too vulnerable to ask the question in sort of that every day, um, you can always just repeat because we want, like, when we're talking about the snow, Jenny actually wants me to know that she's happy about the snow. Sometimes it just isn't practice in our communication to share that. Right. Yes. I love that way. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: And really easy. Um, And as the conscious communicator, That we are, like if we want to bring that into our communication, it's helpful to then just, like Cassie offered at the beginning, share that right up front. So, oh, it's snowing today and I'm feeling great about it. To add the emotion into what you're communicating is so helpful to people. Or, yeah, that's it.
1: Yes, it is. And I want to share, like, we are humans and we want that emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was doing a, like, a training about marketing and, but, but also by somebody who writes screenplays. And, you know, she was, one of the things that stuck with me as she going through, she's like, every movie flops, like, the emotional connection isn't enough. Like, if a movie flops, it's because that, that character, like, the emotion isn't developed. Because we as humans, like, we want that emotional connection, mm-hmm. And so um, it's not weird when We're like, we're at, like, if, you know, what Jenny just suggested, like, adding in our own how we feel is actually automatically going to make someone feel more connected to you because they know you. They're not – their brain isn't try- – so they're out of their brain, which is trying to figure it out, mm-hmm. and they're more in their heart because they already know, oh, she's excited. I can be excited with her. Yeah.
0: There's been times I can think of um, in many relationships, but – between Lisa and I when I've like been excited about something and I'm like I'm sharing I say like one sentence about it or whatever and she has to ask me is this a good thing like is this excitement (laughs) and to me that was like so clear but to someone that Mm -hmm. isn't inside my sensing everything I know it it isn't clear and so I think even just knowing this like even having the awareness that what I speak is likely not received in the same way as I'm intending it. You know, the more and more you get to know someone, you pick up on these things and you communicate about them. But that even takes so much pressure off or or judgment off Mm -hmm. or blame off of if a conversation isn't going the way you want it to go or doesn't feeling good. Coming back to that, remembering... Maybe I'm not communicating what I actually feel or what I actually mean by this, and then clarifying that in the conversation.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, being both responsible for opening up and sharing more to increase that connection and communication flows better in deeper connection because we are, again, it's just the way we're built as humans. We want that connection, and we have, you know, mirror neurons that are trying to figure out how to mirror who you are, like to help us with that connection. And if you don't, if we don't know what it is, like if we can't read the face with it or the tone with it, it's, it's harder. And so just opening up to being willing to ask if you feel off at all is huge. Mm -hmm. And off meaning I'm not being heard or seen or received, right? Yes. That is a great uh, thing to
0: catch So if you're ever feeling, I don't feel heard or understand or seen, that's your kind of like your opportunity to be like, okay, there's something in this communication is probably being missed, right? So, Mm -hmm. and without having to place blame on the other person, like, like, well, they don't, they clearly just don't get me. Like, how can I communicate this differently? Or how can I just communicate what I mean by this? Or, you know. Speaking about communication and being seen, just communicating that. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) That goes a little bit into vulnerability. And like Cass said, like only with your closer relationships, but just saying, I'm not feeling understood right now, or I want to understand, or I don't understand. Totally just calling out whatever's going on in you is really valuable to the conversation, to the connection.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. And, and, Calling that out, and I think we've mentioned it, but, like, going along those four steps is, like, what did you hear? Or what do you think I mean when I said this? Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk
0: a little bit about the emotional part of, like, bringing in this, bringing the LOA way into this kind of thing. And to start us off generally, it is paying attention to how you feel when you're communicating. And I could not underestimate the importance of this in the feeling of your communication and the effectiveness in the results that you'll get from your communication when you pay attention to how you feel. Where am I coming from?
1: Yes. And so explain that, Jen, for somebody who's like like just so that we're crystal clear in art, yeah. like What does it mean? Where am I coming from? So which I'll say emotional or vibrational place
0: am I coming from when I'm speaking these words? And so am I coming from a place of frustration and am I communicating the kitchen didn't get cleaned? Or am I coming from a place of knowing and trusting or factual saying the kitchen didn't get cleaned? Now, clearly, like you guys Mm -hmm. could hear the difference in my voice. That might not be so obvious in the moment, but the the energy you communicate with equals the energy or the emotion of the response you get, right? Mm -hmm. So when we communicate from a place of blame or frustration, we automatically, and another way to say this is like the other person's defenses go up because right because we're like attacking and that that's like kind of the blame like we're attacking so it's a very normal human response for a defense to go up and that's when you hear defensiveness whoa you know or i didn't do that or it wasn't my job or what that might come out like that so something i've I've practiced for a long time is because sometimes it's easier to see the defensive reaction before I catch where I'm at. And so as soon as I see hear that, I'm like, oh, something I must have come across in a in a way that isn't probably where I want to come from.
1: Yeah, which is so so I want to talk about this um, in terms of this. So when recognizing that's not where you want to come from, mm-hmm. I think. Um, the way this gets messed up in like both the way that you're saying it, not recognizing it, but, um, one of the things you haven't said yet, but you will say, right. Is like, you can choose to come from love or you can come from where you're at. Mm -hmm. Um, but often I think people try to come from love when they're still in the place of anger and frustration. (laughs) I totally agree. (laughs) Like, yeah. Like I'm going to act, um, I'm going to say the words and, Say the words, right? Like, well, I'm feel like whatever the practice thing. I'm feeling like this and like really use this, but the energy is is not. It's not that. It's frustrated, it's anger. Sometimes it's I want to hurt you, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're not stopping and being clear about that, you can't come from love. Oh, yes. The words the words don't make you come from love. The energy does. Yes. And you speak
0: so vibration trumps everything. You speak louder with your vibration than you ever will with your words. That when you you can feel the difference, like when someone is saying let's like a speech and they their emotion is behind it, their heart is behind it. You feel that. That's what what's what you're responding to. You're not responding to the words. You're touched mm-hmm. by the emotion, the place they're coming from versus well, anytime. We we feel where someone speaks from, not the words they're saying.
1: Exactly. And a great, like a, a non sort of example about this is songs, right? Yes. Two different people can sing a song and you can feel literally moved inside by one person and nothing from the other. Yeah. And so that's clear, just a clear way to remember it's not about the words. It's not about the
0: words. So – How this can, having this awareness can really help improve your communication is by having an intention of how you want to feel in your conversation. So in any kind of conversation, a great place to start is if you know you're going to have a conversation, like, I don't know, with a colleague, with a friend, with a supervisor, anything, parent, child, be intentional about how you want to feel in that conversation. And just like take 10 seconds and tune into that before you go into it to make sure that you're there and you're taking care of your side of the equation of whatever that might be.
1: Mm-hmm. Because often when you don't, because when you don't take that 10 seconds, what automatically comes up is everything that's ever happened before. So, so true. If the majority of your time when you have a conversation with your mother or your boss and it is conflict you're already preparing on your way there. Like, you have decades emotional about everything. of yes. reasons and
0: vibrational practice that are going to go into that conversation if you're not intentional. Uh-huh. That's such a powerful yeah. thing because so- sometimes I think we have an experience, Let's we'll just say a conversation, and then we're questioning, like, why did that turn out like that? How come it's always like this? that's Mm -hmm. why is because you have to be intentional of the energy you're taking in and it's not saying okay so I'm going to be intentional to be allowing in this conversation and the past won't come in but now you know oh that's the past coming in and you have the opportunity to let that be or you know go through other practices but it this is the way to have more easy flowing deep connected conversation and to be to to feel that sense of a being understood and hearing other people and what we're ultimately all after which is that depth of connection human to human
1: yes and so that depth is something that I would probably recommend I mean obviously set the intention if you're going into a conversation that sort of has this past and you do want to change it and I would start if you want to get better in those harder conversations, start applying some of this stuff that we've said today in just everyday conversations, right? Like set the intention for the day or when you wake up tomorrow or today. Okay. I want to feel powerful in my conversations today. Or I want to feel a deeper connection. Right. Mm-hmm. And so everyone you meet, take that energy. Okay. I'm going to feel connected and do want, just practice doing one of the things Jenny and I said, like, Instead of just saying like, oh, I, you know, today's good, choose like today's good. I'm really excited about finishing this project if you're at work or I'm excited about whatever. Right. Choose to up level your own and start practicing this, because if you practice it sort of in in normal, like, or, um, <laughs> Not less charged, charged conversations. Yeah. yeah. When you're taking it and you want to up level conversations with your mom or your boss or a coworker that has, you've had a difficult relationship with that will be easier.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I also want to
0: add in just here as we wrap up that if, as you're building awareness in your conversations of how you're feeling and of where am I emotionally coming from, I highly encourage just taking pauses and like stepping back and like mm-hmm. having space uh-huh. in conversations, having silence in conversations or even saying just give me a minute, right? To like and that minute is for you to identify where you're coming from, where where you're emotionally coming from and maybe where you want to be coming from, right? So if you catch yourself in the middle of a conversation and you just like said something out loud and you're like, "Oh, that you know, I'm, I'm really coming from a place of frustration with that. Just give me a second. And then you go inside mm-hmm. and who cares if they think you're weird? It's fine. <laughs> and then be like, okay, I'm frustrated. And then how do I want to feel? I want to feel easy about this. And then come from that place. I It doesn't take long after you... It, it can happen very quickly with just an awareness like that and even just communicating like I can see that I'm frustrated and this conversation isn't going where anywhere, maybe we can pick it up later, right? So that then you can yeah. consciously come back to, deliberately come back to the conversation in a place that you want to, come, want to have it in.
1: Yeah. And we are going to pick up that topic even and expand on it further yes. in our next episode as well. Yes. So
0: until then, have a great week, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye. Hey, it's Ginny here. Have you ever questioned when is that thing you want coming? Like, how close am I really to manifesting it? You know your alignment is the key to manifesting what you want, but how can you measure this alignment? Well, I have something for you. I created a simple two-minute quiz. Pop over to my website, GinnyGain.com, and take the alignment quiz so you can find out how much time you're spending in alignment and how close you are to getting what you really want. That's G-I-N-N-Y-G-A-N-E.com. Have fun with it. Go be awesome.